right. Well, it's good to have everyone out here tonight. This is a special Thanksgiving service, and we're gonna we're gonna have a time of testimonies and uh, kind of the way that the uh, service is gonna go. Just to give you an idea, I'm not necessarily gonna preach a message, but I've got some verses that I want to look at together, and so we're gonna sing some songs. We're gonna look at some of those verses, and then kind of spurs in between that, we'll give you an opportunity to give a testimony and uh, you know talk about some things that you're thankful for, and and um, so. Hopefully, hopefully it's it's pretty good in here. I came out here pretty early today and started this thing, so hopefully it's not too bad in here. I think everything kind of warmed up in here, and once everything gets warm in here, then it's not too bad blowing that. But uh, once it gets up to about 70, we'll cut it off. That way it doesn't get too hot in here, and um, and then uh, it, it'll cut down on the noise too. Brian's got a microphone, and um, when you're going to give your testimony, if you can just use it, you know, I know a lot of people don't feel very comfortable in front of a microphone, but be easier because then everybody can hear you and you don't have to scream to try to get above this noise, all right? So let's start off with a song. Let's go to page 504 in your songbooks, 504, Count Your Blessings. We have so many things to be thankful for. And so we'll start off with this song, Count Your Blessings, for page 504. We'll do the first, the second, and the fourth first. Sing it out nice and loud, page 504. When upon life's pillows you are tempest-tossed When you are discouraged thinking all is lost Count your many blessings, name them one by one And it will surprise you what the Lord has done Count your blessings, name them one by one Count your blessings, see what God has done be seated and that's what we want to try to do tonight is count your blessings I don't want you to feel obligated like you have to give a testimony tonight but if you have a testimony that you'd like to give I want you to have the opportunity to do that um, boy we have so many things to be thankful for and and I know if we st if we you know if everybody thanked God for every single thing that they are really thankful for we'd be here all night uh, so if you have a you know something specific or a couple specific things uh, maybe focus in on those. But what I want to do before we get started is go ahead and turn in your Bibles to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 
First Thessalonians chapter 5, and like I said, we're going to be kind of coming back and forth to some different verses throughout the, the evening. And First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5 is a great place to start. And the Bible says this in verse number 18. First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse number 18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now, the first thing that I want to look at, and I just kind of, kind of look at four different things tonight, but the first thing is the importance of giving thanks. And everybody always wants to know, I wonder what the will of God is for my life. What does God want me to do? What is God's will for me? Does he want me to do this? Does he want me to do that? How do I know what God's will is, you know? And there's a, lot of, there's a lot of things that go into knowing exactly what God wants you to do. And a lot of it involves prayer. A lot of it involves being right with God so that he can speak to you the way that he wants to speak to you. But we have something that's given to us right here in verse number 18 that we don't even have to question whether or not it's God's will for our lives. And that's a good place to start. He says, in everything give thanks. For this, giving thanks, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Talk about the importance of giving thanks. God's will is the most important thing that we can do in our lives. Because if we're not doing God's will, then we're missing out on what God has for us. God has a will for, for uh, you know, for when it comes to uh, marriage, he has somebody that he wants you to marry. When it comes to a job, he has a job that he wants you to work. When it comes to where he wants you to live, he's got, he's got a will for you in those things where you go to church. Those, those, those things are God's will for your life. And sometimes, you know, it, it, we question, I hope this is God's will. I wonder if this is God's will. I'll tell you, you don't have to wonder whether or not it's God's will for you to give thanks. And that, that just proves the importance of giving thanks. We're going to look at another verse in just a second, but let's go ahead and uh, we'll just kind of do a couple testimonies. We'll look at another point, sing a song, another couple testimonies, do a point. So that's how we'll, that's how we'll kind of run it throughout the night, just to break it up a little bit. But who wants to go ahead and start us off? Jackson? All right. Brian, you've got that microphone. Go ahead and stand up, and you don't have to necessarily face everybody, but just kind of hold the microphone close enough that, that we can hear you. There you go. Um, I'm thankful that I'm saved because some people aren't able to mm-hmm. be saved and that God protects us. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. It's not that, it's not that uh, some people are not able to be saved. It's just that they don't. They haven't heard. They haven't heard. And I guess in that, in that sense, they're not able to get saved because nobody's told them how. So that's great. It's a good testimony. Mr. Forbes. Yeah. I want to give a specific answer to prayer. My son's a professional photographer in LA, and you know how expensive things are there. He was getting sort of concerned about a couple of jobs he was going to get. The day he called me, I'd been praying for him for it, and he got both of them. And one of them was a contract for 11 months photography nationwide. Wow. And they want him to give a price for the 11 months, and they're going to pay him in advance for 11 months. Also, another one he had a nationwide client, and they also signed a contract with him for today. And that's an answer to prayer for him. Yeah, amen, amen. God answers prayer. God answers prayer. All right, one more right now. Anybody? Nitin? Yep. Is that is it warm enough? Feels pretty good in here, huh? We can go ahead and turn that off. Praise the Lord, church, and uh, 
I, I, I was just going through, uh, when I was knowing that, yeah, today is the Thanksgiving service, and I was going through some Bible verses, and I was also reading that why we need a testimony, right? So it was very wonderfully written there that uh, when you have something, gra grace or something that God has done to you, yeah. you should first give thanks to God. And not only that, but then you share your joy and peace, like whatever we have received from God to others, so Amen. that others should get blessed. And they can see like how wonderful our God is. If he can do for him or for me, he can do for anyone, right? Amen. The Amen. one who believes. Like uh, I like to start like the this year when our visa got approved, right? The visa which not this one, the extension, but initially when I was in India, it got just approved for just for 40 days, and we was so shocked. But because a minimum visa someone get is of nine months, right? So we was so much shocked and disappointed that we got it, but it is of such a less time that mm. I wouldn't be able to make it to US. That was mm. for very sure, because there are n number of things that has to be done. Like, I mean, you have to file the amendment, you have to go to US consulate to get his visa stamp. Uh, you need to have a position so that uh, that matches my profile so that I can come here. And there are many things, if I, uh, I mean, number it, it is like 10 to 15 obstacles because I did that, because I was knowing, because I have to mark it down, what are the things I have to go through. And every time when I used to give up because it was not going to happening, the next immediate thing was getting approved, right? So God was holding my hands. He was not just giving me a power or a faith or an answer, but he was also helping me to walk on that path, mm -hmm. right? And then, and, and the most important thing is the testimony, right? Because I come from the country, right? You, and the, where 90% of the crowd around me will be non-believers. And they was watching me that what's happening around me, yeah. right? And I was sharing with them that, hey, I have this thing. And then he was like, hey, nothing is not going to possible. I'll say, let's see, my God is good, right? Mm -hmm. And then they have seen me going through all this till I get into my flight ticket to get into my plane with my family yeah. and coming around here. And uh, so that was a very wonderful thing God has done for me. I'll tell you one small thing, uh, the church which I belongs to, uh, uh, the, the pastor every year, what he does, he give you some statement or from the Bible which help you like what is the plan for God, God's plan for you for the next year. And the last year, it, for last year when he gave for this year, it was like you're moving on the higher level. Yeah, God will take you on the yeah. another level. At yeah. that time, we did not know what is going to happen, right? But then God said, you keep a faith, right? The one who uh, believes, right? And uh, that's going to happen. And this was the plan for me. And again, I thanks, like as you've seen, uh, the, in the prayer request for after coming here, the amendment has to approve, the visa has to approve, and everyone has prayed for us, our family, and such a miraculously God has answered everyone's prayer, Amen. right? Yep. And I'm here standing, some days before I was talking to my wife and I was telling her, you know, I know we may be in the Thanksgiving service, we may be in the Chris, uh, uh, Christmas service, but I'm not sure how your mindset will be because I must be thinking back that, hey, my visa, if get rejected, then what I'll be doing? Yeah. But God is so good. He don't yeah. want me to sit and just think of everything, but he want me to concentrate on praying. He want me to concentrate on giving thanks to him. Amen. I, I won't take much time, but I like to share one small incident in my life, which I was remembering when I was young, 
so uh, there was some problem giving, going through my life. So I decided to go to the church and pray. So like every man or every one of us, right, when we go uh, uh, out, we just take, we'll just see, okay, I have my watch, I have my wallet, I have, we just check, right, all the yeah. things I have in my pocket, mm -hmm. right, while going, and she, did I miss anything? And then I was good, right? And then I went, I went for a prayer, I did the prayer for the issue which was happening that time. And when I came back, I was suddenly thinking that something I have missed, something I have missed. Then I was thinking, hey, I have my watch which was there while I was going, I have my phone, I have my wallet, I have my handkerchief, I have my comb. What is there that is missing when I was going and when coming back, I don't see that. And then I was thinking while riding my bike, what is missing, what is missing? Then suddenly I realized the tension which I had in me while going, which I've taken like, which I no, is no more there because I went there and prayed into the church and God has, has taken all the burden from me. So mm. that is what it was missing while coming back, yeah. right? Amen. So let God says, you give your burden on him and he will take care of everything. Amen. And again, thank you for the church. Yeah, I mean, every one yeah. of us has a, such a big testimonies and I thank you, thank you Lord for all the things you do for us. Amen. And as I really thank to our pastor, I. Because I, am, I was a Christian when I came here, but he is the one who lifted me, okay? And this is my personal thing because many of his sermons, many of the preaching he has done, which has really touched me, and I was able to remove few of the things, or many of the things which I, being a Christian, I shouldn't do. I was knowing that God will not like this, but it was like that, hey, I mean, it is a very small thing, what a big deal. But then I was able to remove that thing from my life and from my all my doings mm -hmm. and even that is a very grateful thing that has happened to me for being in this church Amen. i thank you lord for everything thank you for church thank you for pastor thank amen. you for all everyone's prayer praise amen. the lord thank amen. you yeah amen well turning your bibles to psalm 107 um he he brought up a couple things that that reminded me and i actually had psalm 107 a verse here that i want to look at but there's another few verses in here by the way uh you can pray anywhere um, but sometimes you want to come and pray at the altar, and I don't have to be here for you to come in and pray. If you, everybody knows the, uh, the, the padlock code to get in here, and if you don't ask me, I'll give it to you. If, if you ever want to come up here and pray, you're more than welcome to come into the auditorium and pray. You know, um, It's a great place to, to be where you can just pour your heart out to God. You know, uh, Most of the time, there's not anybody here. Uh, I do most of my work at home, so I don't even, I'm not in the office even that much, and so you'll have the building to yourself to come and pray if you want to do that, and um, like I said, you can pray anywhere, you can pray anywhere, uh, but sometimes when you really just want to pour your heart out to God, you get the whole auditorium to yourself, you know, and, and it's just a, uh, a great place to do that. He mentioned going to the church there in India and praying, and um, it's, 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 a, it's a great experience to be able to come into the church and pray when you have it to yourself and you feel like it's just you and God, you know. Um, but he, he brought up another point, and in Psalm 107, and this is actually very interesting because there's, there's very few, maybe, maybe one or two other chapters in the entire Bible that are like this, but you remember that the Psalms were actually the Hebrew songbook. They sang the Psalms. And uh, this one basically has a chorus that's, that's given all the way throughout Psalm 107. And you see that in verse number 8. Oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Didn't mention the idea of, you know, reading through the Bible and talking about a testimony. 
Why should we give testimonies? This is one of those things. God is saying, oh, that men would just praise me. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men. Look at verse number 15. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Verse 21. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Verse 31. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. You think if he mentions it four times in one chapter, he's pretty serious about it, right? And, and what do you say when you say, oh, you're, you're lamenting something? Oh, I just wish that this and this and this would happen. And that's what God's saying. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men. But Psalm 107 in verse 1, we looked at the importance of giving thanks, but secondly, the reason to give thanks, it says this, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Why should we give thanks? Well, there's plenty of reasons in the Bible that we ought to give thanks, but one of the biggest reasons, and one that's mentioned right here, is that God's good. Does he allow things to happen in our life that are, not, that are not the most pleasant? Yes. Does he cause them? No. He allows them. Uh, and sometimes they're not the most pleasant things. They're not, you know, we go through difficult times, but that doesn't change the fact that God's good. You know, I, I, I deal with people a lot uh, that are going through probably some of the worst days of their life. You know, why would God allow this to happen to me? God, God must hate me. God this, God that. But then they don't think about all the things that they have that God gave them, you know? Well, that works for that. Well, who gave you the ability to work? Who gave you the breath to be able to go out and work? You know, you could be an invalid. You could not have an ability to work. Everybody wants to take the credit for things when things are going right, but they want to put blame on God when things are not going so right. But we have so many more things that are good in our lives than are bad. Let's be honest, right? Yes, we do go through things that are difficult, and they're not fun, they're not pleasant, but those are so few compared to the things that God does do for us every single day. Think about the things you have. Think about the way that God blesses you, you know? God's good, and that's, that's a good reason to thank Him. Turning your songbooks to page 343, we'll do another song. This one is not as familiar. You might recognize the chorus pretty well. Uh, because this is sung most often as just a chorus, but there's some verses that go along with this. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and stand, and we'll do we'll do all three verses here. Page 343. Some thank the Lord for friends and home, for mercy sure and sweet, but Some thank him for the flowers that grow, some for the stars that shine. My heart is filled with joy and grace because I know he's mine. Thank you, Lord, 
Amen. You can be seated, and uh, we'll do a couple more testimonies. But like Jackson mentioned, boy, and, and, and what this song talks about, we have so much to thank God for. But if it wasn't for salvation, if it wasn't for the ability to know for sure that you're going to heaven when you die, what is there in life, you know? I mean, we can be thankful for food and clothes and house and all of that kind of stuff, but without salvation, it's, it's all meaningless because at the end, all of that goes away, you know? And somebody that doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Savior, they don't know what's next, you know? You can't take it with you when you go. You've, uh, uh, you know, I've said this quite a few times before, but you've never seen a hearse pulling a U-Haul because you can't take it with you, Right? Uh, and, to, and to know for sure that you say, you could have absolutely nothing in this life. And if you have salvation, you have everything. Because, you know, when this life is over, then comes, you know, eternity. And I've got, I've got, uh, I've got eternal life, and I haven't used a day of it yet. And it's an exciting thing. All right, and it's somebody else that wants to give a testimony. Emma. I have a mom and dad and I have a home. That's right. Good. Good. All right. Who wants to be next? Shree. So I'm thankful for a lot of things, but uh, number one, thankful that um, God did find his way into mine and JJ's heart and, and Madison's, and I, you know, we were saved and baptized, and I know... Um, He's working on Jameson, so right. I'm very thankful for that. And yeah. thankful for the church and all of you guys. Like, you've all welcomed us, and we just feel like family, and this is our home. And mm-hmm. it's unfortunate, the timing of when we found you, but all, a good thing always comes out of a bad, and yeah. I'm grateful and thankful Amen. for that. Amen. Amen. We're thankful for you all being here as well. And, you know, you hit exactly a good point. Johan's ready to go next, but... Uh, you know, when bad things do happen, and God always makes something good come out of it, you know. And it's like the Bible says, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose, right? Uh, and it's, it's just, again, it just goes to show you how good God really is. That even when something bad does happen in our life, he always brings something good out of it, you know. Uh, so, I mean, so God is good all the time, and then bad things happen, and then he makes something good come out of those bad things. So there's really nothing bad that, that does happen in our lives, you know? Uh, so thank you. Thank you. Johan. I'm thankful for my health, and I'm thankful um, for my wonderful school, and thankful for my dad's visa approval, and and a good church, um, and may God bless all of you. Amen. Amen. Nitin, tell us real quick how Johan got his name and, and how it's uh, how you've been able to use that. Yeah, yeah. Re- just, just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, you can use the microphone, but I'm saying just, just two seconds. I think this is really interesting. Yeah. So uh, back there in India, and everyone, right? Every parents want to have a good name to his kid. But uh, like we, we was, was fighting, okay, we can take this name. And she was like, okay, I'll get this name. But then we was not coming into the common conclusion. And then my <laughs> mother and his mother and all was like uh, uh, getting into that, hey, we have this list and win this list. <laughs> and then what happened one day is like I was, uh, my uh, office is like 30 miles from my home. 
So I was sitting into the bus and then I was coming on the back to my house and then there was a non-believer friend who was sitting next to me and then I started telling how God is good and what are the wonderful things he does for me and, and how good he is and I was telling all the way like, like a third, 60 minutes the travel was and then at last I told him uh, the verse from the jo John 3.16 the God is so good that he has the, given us the only one son so that who, who, shall, who will believe in him, well, yeah. Life shall have everlasting life, shall yeah. not perish but have everlasting life. Yeah, that's, that was the one. Yeah, and yeah. then when I get on to the, out of the bus, and then it was like, hey, John. Yeah. So, and then English, uh, the uh, Hindi version of it in the Bible, it is Johan. Mm -hmm. It's not that, that's a new, uh, something new name we have heard. It was like, the, it has given by God, right? And then when we told, hey, we will be calling him Johan, because it God's got approval and then everyone was like, wow, what a name, what a name, right? Yeah. So it was not something new heard, but then when God gives, right? Yeah. He's, when he approved, then everyone like, wow, this is the name we want to give him, yeah. Yeah. right? So that's, yeah. and the one thing is like, like as pastor has given me an example, give it the, how he came. So whenever I walk into the non-believers, like India's 1.2 billion crowd, right? Mm -hmm. Of 9% or 5% of the Christian and then so everyone who come, hey, because then Johan is a weird or new name, from what is this name? Then every time, yeah. like till I am alive, right, I'll get that thing to tell, hey, yeah. you know what John yeah. means? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I God. think that's so interesting that, that you know, Johan is not a popular name in India. So where did you get this name from? Well, it came from John 3.16. It gives the perfect opportunity to give the gospel. So I think it's so interesting. Very good. Yeah. All right. Who wants to go next? Miss Barbara? I thank God for this church. Um, in Ephesians, it says, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm also thankful for the circumstances that led me here. In February, my sister, who's younger than me, was involved in a truck car collision in which the person that caused the crash was killed at the scene. And she had airbag and seatbelt injury and she called me and the day after she I spoke to her I spoke to my older sister and there had been friction between those two and I talked to my older sister about the crash and she reached out to my sister and they reconciled mm. and then two and a half weeks later the older sister had a heart attack and she ignored medical advice. Um, she was very perverse um, in that she was told she was having a heart attack, but she refused to believe it. And she went home instead of going to Emory like they told her to. And she, six hours later, she got up and she crashed and she died at home. And. So we got together for her funeral, and she was buried out of an Anglican church. And it's really re weird because the, pre the priest kind of tried to pray my sister into heaven. <laughs> and after that, um, the Holy Spirit just kind of lit a fire under me that I didn't belong to a church. and. I didn't want to be buried out of any of the churches that I had been going to. 
like where people brought dogs or people looked like they were going to tractor supply and um, I just it just I just needed a church and I had subscribed to the swear of the Lord and I thought okay Gill Grove is advertised in there so I'll try Gill Grove and one day while I was down this way I saw I thought oh well let me just go down 288 to see how far it is to get to Gill Grove so and I was I got all the way down to Winter Park, and I saw this church sign at Madison, um, Manchester Baptist Church that said, Fundamental Independent. So I said, that might be the church. So I went and I met Wayne and Kim Porter, and they are the ones that recommended this church, and it was in the bulletin. So that was on the Sunday before Memorial Day, and then the Wednesday after Memorial Day, I came here, and I met Nitin, and Rebecca, and John, and Karen, and I'll never forget the smiles. And I just have not gone to any other church since then. And it's, um, the other thing about that evening was that John, gave a sermon about cremation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like I've, I needed a church to belong to because I didn't want to be buried from a church where I didn't belong and where if, P, if anybody came to my funeral, which I don't know whether that will happen or not, but I wanted to be in a place where the gospel would be preached. Amen. So that has been great. I feel like I am part of a family. Plus, I'm very thankful for the three original families, for Pastor and Rebecca, and for Sarah and Brian, and for Sarah and Joshua, um, because they have really helped me grow spiritually, and you all have, um, you not only feed the flock, but you help keep the flock warm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she's talking. We went out to her house on uh, what night was that? Monday. Monday night, and I don't know how much wood we cut. It's probably at least a couple cords of wood out there, and uh, some of the best wood I've ever split. Though I told Brian, I said, "Man, this is such good wood. You know, it's really heavy oak." And I'm telling you, we were cutting this, split these things in half, and the grain and that thing was just beautiful. I said, "Man, it's too bad we got to burn it," but. You know, I mean, what am I going to do if we didn't burn it? So, you know, um, but yeah. Well, you know, she, she mentioned about, uh, you know, maybe people won't come to her funeral or whatever else. I think it was Mark Twain that said, if, if you don't go to other people's funeral, then they won't come to yours. <laughs> and uh, so we'll try to show up. We'll try to show up for the funeral. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you meant. But. All right. Somebody else want to go? Riley. Okay, go ahead. I think, just my own thoughts, most people thank God for what he's done for them. I'm also going to thank him for what he's promised to do for me. Hey, amen. And I, I'm looking forward to being my wife amen. and being united in heaven forever. Amen, amen, amen. Riley, we'll do you right after this, all right? Turn your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 5. We looked at the importance of giving thanks. It says, in everything, this is the will of God. The reason to give thanks 
says, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. But then, and, and the funny thing is, Miss Barbara just mentioned this exact verse, but Ephesians chapter 5 and verse number 20, the, the frequency, I didn't know what, what a better way to say it, but the frequency of giving thanks. Look what it says in Ephesians 5 and verse 20. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. How often are we supposed to give thanks? Always for all things. That means the good things that happen in our lives, we should be giving thanks to God for. The bad things that happen in our lives, we should be giving thanks to God for. The medium things that happen in our lives, we should be giving thanks to God for. He says, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know how it is when, when you give something to somebody and they say thank you? Over and over and over and over. Man, I appreciate that so much. Thank you so much. What does it make you want to do the next time? Makes you want to, man, what else can I do for that person? You know, what else can I, how else can I help them? And they were so thankful for it. It just makes you want to do more. Look, God is our father. And he's the same way with us. The more we thank him for things that he does for us, the more he wants to give to us. He's a father just like, you know, I'm a father. And my kids are very thankful for something that I do for them. It makes me want to do more, you know. And God's the same way with us. And if we're thankful always for all things, it just makes him want to dump more blessings on us, you know. And I think that's one of the mistakes that we make so often when it comes to prayer. We'll pray for something over and over and over and over. And we'll beg God for it. And God, please, look at all these reasons why you should do this for me. And then God does it. And we say thank you once or twice, and then we move on to the next thing that we're begging God for. You know, if we would thank God as much as we ask God for things, I think God would be much more willing to give us some of the things that we are sitting there begging God for, you know. And, and I get it. I mean, some things you might pray for 10 years, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you got to thank God every time you pray for the next 10 years, but it wouldn't hurt. You know, God would know that we're thankful for it. And he says that. How often should we give thanks? Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We ought to be always giving thanks. And I know we always focus around Thanksgiving time, we, and, and it's a good time to focus on it. Look, it's Thanksgiving. We should be giving thanks. But this is something that we ought to be doing all year long. I've mentioned this kind of throughout the course of the year, you know, you know, and, I, and, and I'm saying it, you know, tongue-in-cheek, but, oh, it's not Thanksgiving. We can't talk about giving thanks to God, you know, but we should be. It, this is, we should be giving thanks always for all things. And so if that means that we should be giving thanks in everything that happens, then it doesn't matter if it's Thanksgiving or not. We should be giving thanks, and we should be talking about thanking God and all those other things. So giving thanks always for all things unto God. What a, what a, what a great uh, uh, example of, of how we ought to be thanking him. All right, Riley, you want to do a testimony? Let's talk about something you're thankful for. I'm thankful for um, mom and daddy and that we were able to find this church and for this church. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. That is something that we prayed for for a long time is that God would give us a building. And um, when, you know, that's, that's one of those things that when God answers that, we ought to be thankful, you know, thank him for it over and over and over. That's why I try, you know, thank you for the opportunity that we have to meet here in this place. I don't want it to become just something that I say, but I, I pray that often because I'm thankful that we have a place to meet, you know. 
that hotel was perfect for when we were getting started, but it wasn't perfect anymore, <laughs> you know? And, and to be able to, to do some more ministries now and to have the classrooms and, and the offices and all of that stuff, it's just it's a tremendous blessing, tremendous blessing. And now we're praying that God would give us this property so that we can use this, you know, property to maybe build another big auditorium next to it and, and get more people in and, and whatever else. But, you know, when God knows that we're thankful for him giving us this building, he's, he's much more likely to say, all right, you're thankful. And I see that here. Have this, you know. And he can do it. He can do it. It takes faith, but it also takes thankfulness too. Josh. All right. Well, I'm ooh, too loud. All right. So I'm, I'm thankful for, I mean, in this past year, I've got a, a healthy little girl. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful that, uh, that I don't know any other dads, but I, I'm always scared to death until that point to know, are all five fingers on each hand? Or all, I mean, am mm -hmm. I going to have a healthy kid? And it's just God's blessing that it's happened, and um, especially with the timing of the building. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm thankful my wife is still here, and my wife, uh, for as much time as we put into this building, and not at home when she was pregnant, and then uh, after she gets uh, in the hospital and delivers, uh, tells me, go ahead, it, it's opening service, go ahead and run down to the church so you guys can get the first service going, and um, the doctors looked at me and looked at her and said, you're crazy, uh, why are you going to leave, uh, that, that makes no sense, and and I'm thankful for having a wife that puts up with me and, uh, and, and realizes that church is important. And I thank the Lord for um, the fact that he gives mercy every day. Mm -hmm. And it's mercy that's new every day. And no matter what we do each and every single day, each and every week, uh, our failures, our, uh, our struggles, the Lord promises that he's still going to be there with us every day. And mm -hmm. I, I thank I thank him for being the God of the Old Testament and being the God of the Bible and still being the same God today mm -hmm. um, and, and having all the promises that he's given us and to realize that you can rely on those. It's not just that, yes, he, he parted the Red Sea back then. He could part the Red Sea today if he wanted to. Mm -hmm. And he's still the same God, and we yes. should still have the same faith that we can have from those stories in him today. And, and mm -hmm. I thank the Lord for that. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, and that's, uh, I think that's exactly what it is with this building, too. I mean, they want $6 million for this property. There's no way we can come up with $6 million unless somebody dies and drops it in our lap, you know, which is probably not going to happen. But, <laughs> but God's worked in so many different ways through so many different people um, in the Old Testament, but even 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 now he works that way, you know, um, that we don't need $6 million to get this property, you know. God could save Mike Carroll and God would give us this property, you know. You just don't know how God's going to work, but it takes a church full of people with faith to believe that God can do it and, and, and a church full of people willing to pray that God will do it. And, hey, when he sees that we're serious... He'll work things out. He'll work things out. So, Madison? I 
I'm thankful for being saved, and I'm thankful for my family, and I'm thankful for um, coming to church, and um, I'm thankful for being baptized, and I'm thankful for my house. Amen. Very good. A lot of things that we could be thankful for. Firstly, I want to thank God for everything, and I want I want to tell you that uh, this verse, uh, Mark eleven twenty four. What things so ever ye desire, when when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Mm -hmm. This verse God gave me. Amen. This is not for uh, uh, this verse is not for only uh, um, material our needs and mm -hmm. but it's a spiritual also. So if you believe and believe and you receive, uh, like uh, if you believe you receive it and give thanks to God yeah. already. Amen. If it is happen, uh, if will it will happen. But you have to thank first. So God gave me uh, this verse, and uh, uh, to grow every. Uh, no, I mean He wants to grow, grow me like in in belief. Amen. Uh -huh. yeah. You have to ask God for everything, like mm -hmm. your needs, whatever your desires. But you have to grow in spiritually also. You have to believe. You have to. You ask. You believe, and um, just. <laughs> have Amen. faith in Amen. him. Amen. <laughs> so Amen. I want to thank for everything. Yeah. Thank you, God. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, turning the Bibles to Philippians chapter 4, we'll end with this one, and then I'll give you an opportunity if, if you didn't do a testimony and you want to. We'll finish off, and then we'll do a song, and we'll be done. Um, but Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 6, this is a very uh, a well-known verse, and, and I've just kind of called this the benefits of, of giving thanks, um, but in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6, it says, be careful for nothing. That word careful means anxious, means worried. Be careful for nothing, be worried about nothing, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Here, I mean, and there's a lot of benefits. There's a lot of benefits being thankful. There's so many things in the Bible that, that, that talk about being thankful and, and kind of the, the blessings and the benefits that come from being thankful. But when you have a thankful heart, there's nothing that, you, that, that, that can be bad. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing that you need to be worried about. Because, it, and if we go back and look at some of these other things, giving thanks always for all things unto God. We just looked at that verse in Ephesians chapter 5. If we're doing that, then no matter what happens to us in our lives, there's nothing that can be a bad thing that we should be worried about. You see what I'm saying? I, I, hope, I'm, I hope I'm getting that point across in the right way. But he says, be careful. Don't be worried about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. So if you're thankful for everything that God allows to happen in your life, good or bad, and we're taking all of those things to God in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, then there should be nothing that we should be worried about. There is nothing that is so great that, that we can't get through it by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. 
That's a tremendous promise. And that's a tremendous benefit of being thankful. If we're thankful for everything that God gives us, then nothing can be bad. Nothing can cause us to worry. And I'll tell you what happens. The more you bring everything to God in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, the more you see God work those things out in your life, the more you want to bring to God with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And then he does it again, and, and it just strengthens your faith. And then he does it again, and it strengthens your faith even more. I mean, even looking at the things that God did for us when we were working on this building, and we prayed, God, you got to work this out. And he worked it out in ways that we just, I mean, this piano, I mean, what a perfect example. You know, here we're two weeks out. God, we need a piano. We've got to do something. And he gives us a Steinway Grand Piano. And another piano to go along with it, you know? Not only did he say, here's a piano, he said, here's two pianos, and one of them's a, you know, this fancy, you know, <laughs> grand piano. And that strengthens your faith, you know? I believe 100% that if God wants us to have this place, there is nothing in this world that can stop us from getting this place, nothing. Not the owner, not anybody. Because if, if, if this is what God wants for us, nothing can stop it. Because everything's his in the first place. The Bible says he owns a cattle on a thousand hills. He owns everything. It's, it belongs to him, you know? And, and I'm not just using only this property, but, uh, and Mike Carroll's a very nice guy, but Mike Carroll doesn't own this property. <laughs> God does. God has given Mike Carroll the ability to put his name on the title and everything else, but God owns this property. God can give it to us in a heartbeat. I'm not trying to rip Mike Carroll off or anything like that. I, you know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, to, to talk about it in that way. But if God wants us here, then God can give us this place for nothing. You know? And, and the, more you, the more you bring things to God by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, the more it strengthens your faith to do it again the next time. And the more it strengthens your faith to do it again the next time. Until the place where you, you get to the place where you feel like there's nothing that we can't do with God, you know? And the Bible says, and, and you know this verse well, but the Bible says that if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, we could say to this mountain, get up and go over there. And it would get up and go over there. Nobody's moved mountains, which means that every single one of us have faith that's smaller than a mustard seed. And that just shows you how much room we have to grow our faith, you know? Uh, it's but but the benefits the benefits of giving thanks. God wants us to be worried about nothing. We don't have to be worried about anything. We don't have to be anxious about it. We don't have to be careful. Be careful for nothing, He says. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. All right, a couple more testimonies, and we'll be finished. Jameson. Jameson and then Miss Becker. What I'm thankful for is for the world so I could stay survived. And I'm thankful for my family and I'm thankful for my Ernie Bull. Amen. Amen. Um I'll try to keep this short. I know whenever 
uh, we're given opportunity, we should make opportunity, I should more often, but to praise the Lord, um, I have to, I can't be quiet because he's done so much for me and um, I'm so blessed. But um, just thinking back over the last year, a year ago, I just had my birthday and um, the pastor mentioned, I think, uh, my mother-in-law passed away on the same day. And that was kind of just a, you know, kind of a start to the year that was not, felt like it was not going to get off to the right start. Um, and we just had, um, just throughout the year, you know, and, I, and so I tend to focus, you know, I guess we all do, I hope it's not just me, but on the things that um, happen to us that we really wouldn't choose for ourselves. And um, uh, my dad's been in, in kind of poor health for the last about two and a half years, and um, that's just kind of a constant struggle that's just always kind of hanging over um, our family. Um, of course, we had several ER visits this year, which is out of the normal for us. Um, between the pastor, Alex went once. Um, I had my purse stolen. Um, we had, it seemed like pastor was out of town a lot more, um, just for different, going up to help his dad. Um, ended up with this missions trip. Um, and so just things are kind of out of the ordinary, um, it seemed like, for the year. But... Um, I thought, and, and there were some fears, but I read a couple of verses because I do want to add that. Um, and, I, and as I talk with this, the kids, you know, the older your kids get, and they, they have more fears as they grow older and kind of um, learn more things. But uh, one of the verses that we, uh, that I said a lot to help them, and then it turned out to help me, Second Timothy 1, 7, my dad uh, taught us this verse uh, but God hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind and so I found that God was helping me as I was trying to help the children um, and he really helped me with that verse but then also um, Isaiah 26 3 but thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee no matter what it is um, if we trust him and uh, it's easy to say all that and I've I mean I think my testimony has been the same the last every time we do it, and you think I would learn these lessons, but um, Psalm 77 is one of my favorites, and it, I think because that's uh, kind of, it's kind of the picture of, of what I tend to do. Um, I cried unto God with my voice, uh, even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My soul refused to be comforted. Have you ever been at that point? Um, and this is really where it uh, hurts me when I think about this is how I am. I remember God and was troubled. I complained, uh, and my spirit was overwhelmed. And um, I've been to that point. But then, you know, so then it tells us what to do. And then um, he continues on. Will the Lord cast off forever, and will he be favorable no more? Is his mercy clean gone forever? Doth his promise fail forevermore? Hath God forgotten to be gracious? Hath he in anger shut up his tender mercies? Uh, but then this is how we get out of that. Uh, I will remember the works of the Lord. And that song that we sang, uh, we will remember the works of the Lord. Uh, Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. I will meditate also of all thy work and talk of thy doings. And that's what we're doing here tonight. And this is just to strengthen and encourage us. Um, and then one of my favorite verses, thou art the God that doest wonders. Thou hast declared thy strength among the people. God is always able to do wonders. Um, as, as we said, we need the faith to believe it. Um, but so once, once I started doing that and thinking about remembering his works, um, and these things have been mentioned, but the church building, I mean, what about that this year? All the miracles that happened with the church building. 
um, I got to see my two boys baptized, um, and we got to see people saved um, and uh, baptized and added to the church. And, um, you know, once you weigh those things out, it kind of, I felt kind of silly thinking about all those little inconveniences. I mean, it was nothing, um, so I'm thankful for the inconveniences. I'm thankful that's all. I mean, we could be, you know, I have my family, we have our health. I mean, we have so much. Um, and then, as the Bible says in there in the psalm, I complained. Uh, what do we have to complain about? And uh, so I like to go back to that. And that's, like I said, that's exactly what we're doing tonight is remembering the works of old and remembering what God has done for us. And, and uh, when I weigh all of those things out, you know, somebody can come steal my purse whenever they want. Um, we can, you know, clean up people's uh, cuts and scrapes and all the stuff that happens in the ER. Um, I'll trade that any day for people getting saved and um, the, the blessings that we've seen uh, throughout this year. And the last thing I want to say is I'm so thankful for all of you, for each of you that's here. Um, y'all are such a blessing and encouragement to us. And um, we're just thankful that God has put us here. And we hope that we, you know, are a help. But we just, we get so much blessing from all of you and uh, from being here. And um, so we're just so thankful. I'm thankful for each one of you. And I want to make sure I take the time to say that uh, as much as I can, but we really just appreciate uh, y'all and each one of you, and God has used y'all in ways that you probably don't know even, uh, but we're just thankful for y'all and for this church, and, and thank the Lord for all he's done here. She's been waiting to preach a message for a long time, I just haven't given her the pulpit. Alex. Um, I'm thankful that um, I was born so that I could um, get saved and um, even mom being my parents. All right, anybody else? JJ? Oh, Sarah? Sarah and then JJ. I know it's been said many times, but there's too many things to, to be thankful for to say them all. But um, I was just thinking, I have something else to say, but I was just thinking tonight with all the kids, um, I think the last three Christmases we've had Jackson, Alex, Riley, and Emma do the Christmas program, and I'm so excited that we have three more kids this year. It's so exciting to see the church grow, and um, you know, it's what, we're, it's, it's what God put us here for, you know, and... Um, we're just really thankful to be a part of our church. Um, I wanted to mention specifically how thankful I am for God and for his word. Um, at the beginning of the year, I was really convicted about praying for Emma's salvation. And we know we pray for that. And um, there's a verse in 1 Timothy it's 1 Timothy 3.15. Everybody always, we all, we all know 1 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Um, but the verse before that says that, um, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but Timothy came to the knowledge of Jesus Christ through scripture. I can't remember the exact wording. But um, so that just put a fire in my heart to get as much scripture as I can into Emma and into our home. And... Um, as <laughs> I can't do that, I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> um, 
as uh, Becca mentioned this, but as she's dealing with, um, as we're dealing with stuff for the ki- with the kids, God just really works on our heart, and um, God really has been working on my heart. You know, if you're going to be trying to, it's okay. <laughs> as you're trying to um, get the scripture into her, you have to know it, you have to be living it, and um, you've got to get it into your heart, too, and so he really started working on my heart about that, and um, it's it's a neat how God works, but uh, right around that time, Becca um, gave, here, go to dad, because you're making me cry more. <laughs> um, Becca talked about um, she gave a lesson about, I, I honestly can't even remember everything she said, but she was talking about studying God's word, and God had been convicting me about that, because I feel like, uh, you know how it is when you become a mom, it's like time just, well, and everybody knows, it's, it's like the older you get, the more responsibilities you have, time just gets zapped away from you, and um, I, especially, I feel like, especially mothers with kids, I know everybody's busy, but I'm a mother, so that's what I know. <laughs> But especially as a mom with kids and you're, you know, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're making dinner, you're working, you're taking care of your husband. And the most important thing is what is what gets squashed out. I mean, if you want to pour yourself into somebody else, if you want to pour Jesus into your kids, into your church, into whoever, you have to be filled with him yourself. Um, and it just seems like when you get busy that's the thing, that one thing that is most needful, that's the thing that gets squashed out. Anyway, so the Lord was really working on my heart and um, about not just reading the Bible, but studying God's word. And it's been, it's been mentioned a lot of times this year um, about studying. And so recently, um, <laughs> I, I know many of you know this, but I have, a, uh, I have an Instagram account and, and, and social media is very annoying at times, but it's also very nice at times because you can learn from other people. You can learn a lot. And recently there was a girl um, on there who was talking about um, how she has her time with the Lord. And she listed out basically like prompts. So every day when she has her devotions, she asks herself the same questions um, about about God's word. And, and her questions were so good. And I thought, you know, I'm going to start doing that. And it has been so unbelievable. Um, the two questions that literally that literally have changed have changed my life are: every single day when you read God's, God's word, ask, um, "What am I learning about God, and how can I apply this to my life?" And I think for so many years, literally for so many years, I feel like I've just been reading my Bible and just reading it to read it, and I'm not like growing or. Um, anything. It's just, I'm just doing it to do it. It's okay. I'm going to have my 10 minutes in God's word, but no, I mean, God's word, they tell us, he tells us, study the show they self-approved in God and um, hide God's word in your heart. And we are to study, and, you know, not just the pastor, but we as lay people, we are to study and know God's word. And that's how we can get closer to God. But um, anyway, so I started just a few months ago, I started studying in Genesis and um, asking those questions, and that it is so unbelievable how good God is, and that kind of goes back to what I said at the, at the beginning, is I'm so thankful for God, and I'm so thankful for his word, because we can learn so much, and I just want to mention a few things, um, just, just in a couple chapters of Genesis, 
what I have learned about God and what he is to us. Um, God is my protector. That goes with uh, Genesis 15 um, when Abraham was promised a, a son. I think that's what it is. I'm not sure. Anyways, God is my protector. God is my reward. Um, I'm trying to find that the verse that's on it. I just have notes in the side of my Bible and I can't. Okay. Fear not, Abraham. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. I know he's talking to Abraham there, but it's there for a reason. He's also our protector. He's our reward. Um, God has a special plan for my life. Um, when he's talking about Ishmael, and, it, and as for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have blessed him. And that's Ishmael. That's, the, that's, not, that's not the son that had the promise. That's not Jacob. That's Ishmael. And God had a, splan, a plan for, for Ishmael. Um, God wants to commune with us. God wants to bless us. God reprimands our sin. God wants me to know his power. God knows me, for I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord. God knows me. God hears the prayer of the righteous. Um, that comes from when Abraham was praying for Lot to be saved, um, for the, for the um, city of Sodom and Gomorrah to be saved. There's just, there's just so much about God. God, God remembers us. Um, there was a, sp a verse that says, God remembered Abraham. And then so many times I think, as I've been reading through this, how much you can really see the relationship that God had with Abraham. And over and over and over and over and over again, you see how Abraham obeyed. And, um, you know, it's so easy to be like, yeah, we want all the promises of God, but if we're not obeying God, we're not going to get the promises. And anyway, so I'm just thankful tonight for so many things, but I'm especially thankful for God and God's word. The verse she was talking about, I'll, I'm, I'm going to read it to you because uh, this is something that we've been putting a strong emphasis on, but Second uh, Timothy chapter 3 and verse 15, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise into salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. We've, you know, we've, we've really ramped up the Lighthouse Kids Club this year because it's so important that they memorize the Bible, but I'm working on this, this book for us, the adults. And um, I'm, I'm splitting it into two books. So the first book is done. I'm working on the second one right now. Hopefully I'll have it ready by uh, the 1st of January. <clears throat> but it's going to be an opportunity for us to start memorizing the Bible, working our way through the scriptures and being able to understand them uh, for ourselves. If, I mean, the Bible says uh, that, and, and I, I don't want to get off on a, on a rabbit trail here, but the Bible talks about the importance of us hiding God's word in our hearts. And we drive it into our kids. You need to be at, you know, you need to memorize these verses. You need to work on these verses. But when does it all of a sudden stop that we don't have to memorize them anymore? You know, think about when was the last time you memorized the verse from the Bible. You know, we, 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 so we put a focus on it on, you know, working on it in, in church on Sunday mornings and having that theme verse of the month. Just that we need to be memorizing the word of God. Hide, hide God's word in our hearts as the Bible says we should be doing. So it's important for our kids, but it's important for us too. And the more we, the more we fill ourselves up with God, the more we'll be able to, like she said, pour into our children, and the more uh, we'll be able to study the Word of God, the more God gives us in His Word, you know, same thing, the more we're thankful, the more God gives us, the more you study God's Word, the more He gives you, you know, the more understanding He gives you, the more ability He, he gives you to, uh, to study His Word, you know, so uh, it, it all goes hand in hand, it goes hand in hand. <clears throat> 
got me all shook up. Um, <laughs> so for me, uh, my journey here, I'm not, uh, March 26th was probably one of the hardest days of my life. Um, I know a lot of y'all don't really know a lot about me, but, um, you know, I, grew, I was born in 74. I grew up in some of the hardest parts of Richmond. I'm born and raised here. Richmond's not the same Richmond I grew up with that y'all see today. Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up in a lot of the projects, a lot of the trailer parks, a lot of the poorest areas of Richmond. So for me, um, the way that I was introduced to the church was we used to have a bus that used to come into our apartments, pick us up for Sunday, take us to Sunday school, bring us back. We learned things, but in my environment of where I grew up at, you had your time for Sunday for church, then you come back, and then it was a different reality of what I went through growing up. Um, had a lot of hard times, a lot of poverty, a lot of, it, a lot of just issues. So, you know, uh, for me, one of the things that stuck with me as I got into my teenage years and stuff like that, I had uh, a little circle of friends, about six of us, and... Um, my story was from my principals, counselors, I wasn't the greatest student. I retained a lot of things, but I wasn't a straight A student by far. I, I made grades to play sports and that was it. Um, so as I got into my later years of high school, a lot of things that stuck in my head was my teachers, my counselors. You really didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there wasn't a lot of opportunities. So, um, like I have people tell me all the time, you know, and of course I'm, I'm 45 now, so I look at things a lot different than I did when I was younger. Um, especially friends of mine that haven't gotten into a better place. I still have a lot of friends that haven't, and they always tell me, well, JJ, you, you did it, man, you did this. And I don't feel like I did anything. I mean, I feel like everybody has an opportunity. So mm -hmm. I, I try to brush that stuff off. But um, with that being said, um, up till this year, we've had things happen in my family, had things happen in my life, but nothing like what happened to me this year. Um, and I'll be honest with you, my initial reaction to my situation was definitely not the one of gracious to God. Yeah. Um, but early on, the only thing I can say is, I, God brought you into my life for some reason. And um, because I remember one thing that, that, that really changed my whole outlook, because this was what, maybe two days after my mom had passed. I guess you met us at the funeral home. And it might have been a little introduction joke that you throw out there, but I, I tell everybody about it. I was like, the first thing that you said to us when you met me and the family and was that, hey, the verdict's in. We're going to die. It's, it, it is what it is. We're going to die. And that kind of got my mind going. Um, and um, going through some of my mother's things. So my mother was religious, but I never, we never, we as a family didn't go to church. Mm -hmm. um, my mother kind of had her own thing. Um, and it's kind of crazy because I'm going through her things and I'm reading, my mother was, she, she wrote a lot of things. And it's almost like she predicted her own future. I mean, it's kind of like, th that's crazy. So that's another thing that kind of helped me in there, even though it hurt to read her words, kind of helped me too. 
But um, we went, it was right before, because the accident happened, you did our service, and then I think it was two weeks before that y'all were, were having your opening. Yeah. We'd actually went to another church that we were invited to by some co-workers of hers. And like I told you before, all the preaching I've ever had and, and done and been through, because I told you a little bit about Patrick Boyd Plantation, stuff mm -hmm. like that, has been more of a direct, mm -hmm. I guess, old school, I guess you would say. <laughs> so going to some, one of the, you know, these, I, I guess it's cool to, I don't know, I, it just didn't do what I needed. I mean, I, I mean that's, that's all I can say. So ever since I've been here, I mean, you have, I mean, I, I, I can't, I, I appreciate, because you saved me, man. I mean, because I don't know where I would be. I don't know how my mind would be. I've grown so much in the last few months. I think my mother somewhere is reaching in, in, in my head. Um, me and God, I talk to God all the time. I talk to him about you a lot because, I mean, your word really does, and I, I know I'm not a very outspoken person. I don't get in here, and, and, and I'm working on that. Believe me, I really am, but... Um, in some aspect, I just want to say you saved my life because I don't know where I would be. I don't know where my head would be. That's why I've been praying for my dad. My dad's really taking it hard. I mean, he's really taking it hard. Yeah. And uh, y'all have been so gracious to take my family in um, and accept us. Um, so I'm really thankful for that um, more than anything. I, I appreciate everything. Um, and I, I'm growing. I mean, I, I am. I, I, my whole religious aspect before March 26 has changed from all those years, and I've kind of gone over a little bit of that stuff with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I've, 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 yeah. I mean, I'll testify right now that I mean, God is 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 the greatest thing because He has definitely taken me, and I don't never think I was a hard person, but I do know how my mind thinks, and I do know that this situation could have destroyed me. I mean, it really could have. I mean, I've thought about it over and over and over, and um, and and and, and, I, and I see. Yeah. Amen. I'm not gonna say he's talking to me, but I mean, I see. I understand. Um, and every day I'm understanding more and more. So, um, my next thing um, is forgiveness. That's 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 the one I've been working on the hardest because I don't want to not forgive right. so Amen. but with that being said um that's that I, I, i'm i'm grateful I'm, I'm thankful for obviously i'm thankful for my wife i mean 22 years i mean she's <laughs> she could attest to a lot of stuff um but um my second family i mean y'all have opened up y'all's uh, hearts and taken Amen. us in and i appreciate everything and um Amen. so that's that's Amen. my amen so and God does so speak much. to us. You know, the more we, the more we read His Word, is, and that's what I'm saying. Everything just kind of builds on itself. But the more we read His Word, the more He does speak to us. You know, and uh, He's not going to be in an audible voice. You know, uh, but but He speaks to us, and and He tells us what He wants us to do and what He wants us to know. And you know, the more we, the more we have that relationship with Him, the more He speaks to us. And then the more he speaks to us, the more our relationship with him grows, and it's just a you know it's just that cycle. Same thing with prayer. Same thing with Thanksgiving. Same thing with all of this stuff that we're talking about. So, Amen. Thank you. Anybody else? You have something else to say? All right. 
think everybody's given testimony. I'm thankful that I was um, born into a family that was Christian, and because some people aren't born into a family that's already Christian, so they might it might be harder for them to get saved. You gonna say anything? I'm the last one. Yeah. We start. We're starting round two. So yeah. Be round one. <laughs> everybody's starting to think of things they're thankful for. It's good. Yeah, it is. As, as everybody's talking, you just your mind starts really going. And I think that's and, why Brian went last. He didn't have anything to say, but he's just waiting. <laughs> I take everybody's a mix up. <laughs> no. No. I, for, for first off, so I just so I don't forget, I uh, want to say that. So thankful for salvation. I think often we overlook that. that it changes our life. It changes every. It changes the way we think. It changes the way we act. Uh, it changes our circle of friends. I mean, asking Christ to save us and making Him uh, Lord of our life changes everything in our life. And I think often we're not thankful enough for that, or at least we don't uh, say that. I think um, anyway. When I was, I can't remember how, how long ago it's been or anything, but I, I think I was in college and I heard a story. Y'all know who Matthew, Matthew Henry is, the commentator. Um, really, really popular commentary that he does. But there was a story about him. Uh, he was a pastor, and one time he was walking through, I guess he was in inner city. I'm not sure where, where he was, but uh, somebody held him up and robbed him. And so he was telling the story <clears throat> to his church. And one of the guys in his church come up and asked him afterwards, you know, how do you feel about that? I mean, what do you, what do, you do about it? And he had a completely different perspective than most people would. Uh, most people are going to go to the police and press charges, and they want to find out who this guy is. They give a sketch or whatever else. And he said, uh, paraphrasing, uh, basically, um, I'm thankful that I was robbed and I was not the one doing the robbing. There's a lot that he said in that in that statement. Um, you know, he could be in such need that he needed to or felt the need to rob, or uh, he could have grown up in a in a way that that wasn't a problem to him or whatever else. But um, in my life, then that perspective is everything they say attitude is everything it's kind of the same thing perspective is everything the way you react to uh different things and i'll just talk about a couple of them real quick and then i'll i'll be done but uh sometimes i get so frustrated uh at work i'm sure i've talked to some of you about it you got to vent sometimes you, they just you get so busy and then they just start piling work on you because you're a good worker so they're like hey he'll do it and they just keep piling it on but the perspective that we really should have is thankful that you got the health to work uh, thankful that you were given a good work ethic. You were raised in a way to 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 want to work, to like to work. Uh, the other thing that I get frustrated with work is it pulls me away from my family. But the perspective I should have is thankful that I have a family that I get to go home to, or I at least want to go home to. Some don't have that. Uh, you know, fighting in marriages and all the rest of that. I, I work with guys that take every minute of overtime they can because they're away from their family and they love they don't want to be at home. So it's a different perspective um, of thankfulness that we can have, really, that we, we are able uh, to, to work instead of just being frustrated and upset that we have to. Um, I was at a house 
probably a month ago, maybe two months ago. I lose track of time, but uh, I walked in the in the garage, and there's a handicap ramp going up to the door. And this young guy, probably 30 years old, come rolling out in his wheelchair, super good attitude, everything else. Found out later that they go to a church somewhere. But um, he said something that kind of stuck with me. And, and he said, boy, I wish I could do that kind of work. I mean, you got to think about it. This guy's probably grew up handicapped. 30 years he's been in his wheelchair. His hands don't work. You can tell they're all crippled. Uh, so just a different perspective, be, to be thankful for me, to be thankful uh, that I, I can work, that I, God has given that ability, um, and also not to overlook that uh, everybody doesn't have a family that's waiting for them to come home, that loves them, that wants them home. Uh, and then the other thing was, uh, same thing, JJ, I know it's, it's, we went through a tough time with, with our mom uh, last November, actually, just, just almost exactly a year ago. But the same thing there, a different perspective. Thankful that, I mean, some, people, some kids never know their parents. Some kids' parents die when they're so young, they, they don't know who they are. So thankful that, you know, I got 30 years to, to build that relationship. Thankful that, you know, Emma got to meet her, and she talks about it all the time. It's also another thing, thankful that we're able to use my mom's death and going to heaven to, for Emma. She, she can't wait to go to heaven to see Grandma Boots. It's, it's something that we can use to, um, you know, lead her in that path of, of salvation as well. So uh, just, you know, that's something that I've really been thinking about um, is everything that happens in our life. Sometimes we, we get so frustrated at the bad things, but there's always the, not to be cliche, but the bright side, the perspective of thankfulness that God um, gives us the ability to get into those situations that we, that we have to go through. Uh, and then also thankful that he uh, brings us out of them and, and all the rest. So that's all. That's what I got to say. Amen. Um, picking back off of that, too, it's just uh, the way that God, it, it's the same thing that, you know, my mom passed away, and that's difficult. It's hard to go through. Uh, but God has allowed me to use that in so many ways in so many people's lives, you know. I, I get called out as a chaplain all the time. You know how many times I've been able to say, I know what you're going through, because I just lost my mom not that long ago, you know. Uh, November 17th is the day that my mom passed away, and uh, that's the day that my sister and her husband and their family was here, and we, we went over to cookout, and while I was over there, I got a call, somebody asking me to go to the hospital to be with a retired police officer whose wife was dying of cancer, and I got over there, and I said, this is going to sound crazy, I said, but today's exactly one year since I was sitting in the same place that you're sitting in right now. I know what you're going through, you know, and his wife passed away on Tuesday couple of days later at noon and I talked with him again and you know I, I was able to say I, I know exactly what you're going through he was here on Sunday and we're doing the memorial service for his wife on December the 12th at 1 30 here um, you know I, I, would it have changed something if my mom hadn't passed away I don't know I, you know if I couldn't say that to him I don't know but he at least knew that I knew exactly what he was going through and I do know what he's going through. And so, you know, God uses all of those things, as bad as it is, you know. My mom was just getting to the point where all the kids were finally about out of the house. She was about ready to start traveling with my dad and see all the grandkids everywhere and everything else. And, and that throws a wrench into the plans, you know. Um, but God uses it all. God uses all. And it's like Brian said, you know, I could get mad at God that he took my mom and, you know, everything else. But you could use it as an opportunity to help other people who are going through the same thing. And... It's all about perspective. It's all about your attitude. It's all about how you look at it, you know.
And um, boy, I'm so thankful for all of you. Uh, we wouldn't have a church if there wasn't people that came to it, you know? The church is not the building, the church is the people. And it doesn't matter where we're meeting, we could be meeting in somebody's living room somewhere. It's still a church. But it's so, it's so nice to be able to have a building like this. Um, we could have had the heat in three months ago. I wanted it to go bad and break down so that you would get cold and be thankful for the heat. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, we'll have that, you know, we'll have that up and running on, uh, you know, by Sunday. It's things that we take for granted, you know, heat until you don't have it, <laughs> you know, and then you're thankful for it. And, and, I, and I, I will be on Sunday because I'll be fine. I mean, it's been three months that we've been working with dumping gas into this thing and trying to get it running and trying to keep it running and, you know, all of that stuff. And it's just... There's so many things that if we would just stop and look at it and thank God for it, it would change our whole perspective on all of it. Mr. Forbes. Okay. I have one verse I'd like to read just to apply it to one of us. Sure. That's right. Yep. 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 It's exactly the same thing that I told Nitin too. Same thing. God didn't. God didn't approve his visa to leave him. You know, like the children of Israel to leave him in the wilderness. You know. Oh, God approved your visa. Now your job's moving somewhere else. And look, if if God moves it, He moves it. But uh, you know, it's it's you know that He which hath. Uh, performed a good work in you will will continue to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Exactly right. It's very good. All right. Let's turn to page 202. I know there's others that would have loved to be here tonight, but they're out of town with family and things. And so uh, pray for them as they travel. Maybe some of you are going to be traveling too. We'll be praying for you as well. But this is this song, page 202, thanks to God, is kind of a list of everything that we could be thankful for. So let's sing all three of these verses and then we'll be finished. Page 202. Thanks to God for my Redeemer. Thanks for all thou dost provide. Thanks for times, but now a memory. Thanks for Jesus by my side. Thanks for pleasant, cheerful springtime. Thanks for summer, winter, fall. Thanks for tears by now forgotten. Thanks for peace within my soul. Thanks for prayers that thou hast answered. Thanks for what thou dost deny. Thanks for storms that I have weathered. Thanks for supply. Thanks for pain and thanks for pleasure. Thanks for comfort in despair. Thanks for grace that none can measure. Thanks for love beyond compare. Thanks for roses by the wayside. Thanks for thorns their stems contain. Thanks for homes and thanks for fireside. Thanks for hope, that sweet refrain. Thanks for joy and thanks for sorrow. Thanks for heavenly peace with thee. Thanks for hope in the tomorrow. 
eternity. Amen. Let's pray, and we'll be dismissed tonight. Father, we love you. Thank you so much for how good you are to us. What a blessing it is to be able to meet here in this place. Thank you for giving it to us, God. I pray that you'd help us to never take it for granted. And God, if this is the place that you want us to stay, I pray that you'd make it possible that we could have it. However you want to work it out, God, we'll be thankful for it. And we'll do the best that we can to, to, to uh, try to reach souls for you here in this place. Thank you for each one of these that are here tonight, everybody that makes up the church, even those I know some are traveling. I pray that you give them safety as they travel. But all those that make up this church, God, I thank you for them allowing me to pastor them and, and, and for them being faithful to, to be at church. I thank you so much for that. And, and there's so many things, God, that you've done for us. We could be here the rest of the night listing those things out. But God, I pray that you'd help us to have the spirit and heart of thankfulness, not just at this time of year, not just tomorrow on Thanksgiving Day, but all the way throughout the year. And God, I pray that you'd help us to show our thankfulness to you by being willing to obey you, follow you, live for you, have the relationship with you that you want to have with us. And God, I pray that you give us a blessed Thanksgiving tomorrow. In Jesus' name, amen. You're dismissed. Amen.